Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, you were the target last night about this, your this comments first, yeah. on concussion. What was it you said before we have a listen to what uh, so Caro had to say? My utterings surrounded uh, the fact that I wasn't sure how responsible the AFL are for uh, concussive effects, given that... Um, or how they are or should be. Uh, should be. It was given that um, that there were some uh, court cases, or I think it was a, a class action that was coming to to the AFL in regards to concussion across the league and, and the way they've handled it. So I basically was contending that every individual that plays and has played our game does so knowing the risks um, that they're undertaking. And I, and I suppose it's that, that were my specific comments. I, I did make a point of mentioning um, players that have had, you know, and quite a number of concussions and have had side effects that uh, the negative side effects that have come from playing the game and how difficult it would be for me to hear that for, for them to hear me saying something like that. But um, I think it's a, a vexed issue because um, as, as the, as our education and understanding of the science comes to hand, well then our attitude should change. But um, I think that the league has done that pretty well. Did you say that 99%, I think there was a point here that she took, exception to that. Well, nine, we, do you want to yeah, we'll, to we'll listen to Let's this. Yeah, the 99% of players. Nathan, I respect your right to an alternative view, but surely your comments on SEN last week defeat the purpose of your own argument. If it really is true that 99% of players would sign away the security of their future health and welfare for the financial and emotional lure of playing this sport at the highest level, then surely that's even more reason for the game's governing body to save those players from themselves. Is that right? Did she capture that correctly? Yeah, she yeah she did. That's mm. exactly what I what I said. And to save players from themselves is is to absolve an individual's responsibility and capacity to choose. Mm. Um, and I rather celebrate and recognise an individual's ability to choose at any time to opt in or opt out than than I would um, any legal action the other way. But the game has the, the just added to that. The game has the responsibility to put the mechanisms into place to protect the players, right? A with the rules and the way the game is governed, but also by the time that a player, having spent time out of the game with concussion or whatever, or yeah. a knock or whatever, needs to then be sidelined for as long as the medical experts are now saying that they need to be sidelined. Yeah, and for. there would be mismanagement. Um, situations and scenarios that we're talking about. And I suppose that's when it comes back. It's not not about playing the sport per se. It's playing the sport injured and mm. being put back on the field or back into um, contact and conflict where you shouldn't be yeah. when, you, when you're not healthy and not fit to. Now, I understand that. Yeah. But, but we're it, also we're also hearing still that players are fudging whatever it might be and, you know, the effects of knocks and things yeah. that they've had during games, which – is then very, very difficult for the medical people at a football club and a football club people, or the game itself then to be able to govern. 
Well, how are you? How are you as a parent watching Job run around? Like if he had a if he had a severe concussion, mm. would you want him back on the field in no. the next month? No, let well, alone well, if let alone next week. If I'm reading now that you know the time away from the game should be this specified, you know, say it's three weeks or whatever it might be, and you know the first week in a darkened room, which is extreme, that type of thing, yep. no noise, all that. Then I'm thinking, okay, well, I would want the football club that my son played for to be making sure that they then listen to the medical experts and that's the way that he was treated. And do you think the AFL have done that or not? I don't. I, I think at the moment there's still confusion over the medical opinion I'm, and the I'm science not... around this and the treatment of it post an episode of they're trying to mitigate. They're trying to mitigate. They they they're trying to do. They're late to the party, I think. Yeah. Right? Um, they've been given a heads up on this, I think, historically, and I think they've been late to the party. And now, I'm absolutely certain that they. And we know we we heard the AFL present to us only a couple of weeks ago. We know how seriously they're taking it now. So it's twelve days at the moment, yeah. And they consider, and they think that that's all all available evidence. Any concussive. Um, Episode, episode, yep, yeah, is draws head a, trauma draws yep. a twelve day rest period. Yeah, yeah that, that's a as they said to us, period. that is a minimum. And a minimum, yes, as, as a that, minimum, that, yeah, correct. That doesn't mean that you then can go back and play the next week. That's the minimum. So there's it's a, there's an arbitrary element to that. We've spoken to experts who yes. say it's a nonsense, mm. and so it should be longer. Yeah, that's right. Mm. They're working through that. Or should you there's, never play again? Well, there's an element of what Carol well, says, which is right. Though we do need to protect the players from themselves a little bit in 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 this, and. This is where it's gone, where it's come from to where it is now has been massive in a really dark grey area Mm -hmm. because you can take it to the nth degree. The experts we've spoken to say if you are knocked out and have a concussion, then you shouldn't even think about it for a month. And there's some players that that just cannot handle those concussive effects as well, whatever Mm -hmm. their genetics or their makeup are, that they they struggle with it more. Mm -hmm. But the the point I've got is, okay, when you've – Played a full career, and you come to a point, and you and you're a bit hazy. You've, you're getting headaches. You're not enjoying. You know the the negative side effects have been considerable. Do you go back 25 years ago and say the league should have known better then? Even then, even when we didn't know, no one knew better then about the concussive effects of AFL football or NFL. Mm. And you've got that mm. example with Tua yep. over there. Should the, should the AFL then be accountable for what they didn't know 25 years ago when that wasn't available evidence? I, I think that's the question that's yeah. being asked. Well, yeah. that's a legal question yeah. that I am un, in, unable to answer. Because that I question. think it happens a lot. In, in a lot of situations in society, we judge people today. Yep. No, I agree with that. A lot. We judge them for what happened 20 mm. years ago on the standards, yeah, on the standards of today. And that, and we all fall short on that. And that's, that's right. And, and if I was to go back on my, I only got knocked out a few times. If I was, fortunately, touch wood, I'm absolutely mm. fine. But if I had the issues that some of the players, they're not, I can understand. Like I was not cold and mm. stood up and played. Yeah, same. No, no club doctor, you know, and I loved all my doctors, but no one at the time came in to me and said, you're just unconscious. Therefore you got, I stayed on the ground. Yeah. But who do you blame? So you I don't had, blame anyone. Exactly. But, so you don't blame no, anyone. No, I do not. Which goes to what yeah. Bucks was saying. You don't blame anyone because at that time, nobody knew or had the information well, the available to them be, about the have. long-term effects. 
But the medical science mm. hadn't even at that point. Yeah, I don't know of, that there was the medical science around no, even that's then. That's right. But when you did your ankle or your knee or your elbow or whatever the case, they go and deal with that. Then should they have been saying, hey, the brain? We're talking the brain here. Yeah, yeah well, they they were aware of what concussion was. It wasn't like we're in the no, dark no, ages. no. But they didn't know what the accumulative effects of sure. it were so until it. they actually what what started it was the fact that uh, you know former players left their brain to medical science. They opened them up and then they saw what the long term effects were. Yep. Everyone's wrestling with the concussion issue and and racing right now. And again, thoughts with Jamie Carr. So watch and see yep. and. She won't be racing for you know, a long time, I would imagine. And she was unconscious for a period of time and was under sedation for a number of days in hospital. Thankfully, it would appear that she's on the mend. But in terms of getting back in the saddle, um, that that's going to, again, it's an arbitrary number, but who knows? Well, there are, and there are sporting um, activities around the world that bring fatal outcomes as well for the combatants. And, and, I, and I don't know what the... the what the waivers or et cetera are for those or the support that comes after for the families of, of, you know, athletes that mm. have, that have passed whilst they're doing their passion. You know, I don't know where that sits either. I don't know where, whether or not we're going to get uh, charged for this text message. If I read it out or not, it's from a barrister. So uh, there'll be no liability <laughs> if the injury was not foreseeable. So unless the AFL could or should have known of the risk and failed to respond reasonably to the risk, then there will be no liability. Well, some would argue they should have known. 100% they could foresee brain injuries could lead to some sort of long-term um, injury. Even from when we played? Well, again, we're not – we weren't – yeah, when we're not – See, I don't blame them, but we're not back in the dark ages. We, we, the medical facilities at our disposal back then. No, but they knew. I, I oh, well, let, I suppose all I, they need to. They prove, knew that they knew that there was an effect, obviously, from concussion, but mm. they didn't know what the accumulative effect would be or the long-term ramifications. Yeah. I don't know back then that they would have known. So that. the bruise to the brain is a very layman's. You know, yeah, like your brain rattles around your head. So, but that suggests that us, all, all the class action would would need to prove is that there was information in the world somewhere that the AFL ignored or didn't access to provide better support to its constituents. Or well, it may and even go around the safety of the game at that time too. You know, what rules did they implement at that time to make sure that uh, there was less instances of head trauma and head knocks? Well, as I said to you recently, watching an old game of footy, the AFL, yeah. you could go to the AFL and say, at any stage when these blokes were getting knocked out behind play, do you think it might be an idea to start you know, coming down harder on him mm. because it was worn as a badge of, you know, oh, have a look at that. Oh, he's belted, he's belted him. This is great. Well, remember the Lee Matthews Neville Bruns one? That went to court. Well, that's there, yeah. So that's there were right. a few that were taken outside of the auspices of the, the AFL or the VFL at that time and into the legal system. That didn't have anything to do with concussion. That was just a criminal No, but you were talking charges. about things that were, yeah, but there, I'm pretty sure that there might have been a concussion there. No, no, there, there was, but it didn't go to court because of the concussion. No, I understand that, but. That's what you were talking about. Yeah. I mean, if the league hasn't hadn't tightened up on even that on the penalties of those actions to discourage those actions further, yep. well, then it wouldn't be looking well, after right. NRL, NFL, AFL. So every major sporting code is battling with this. Um, one of the loudest voices in the NRL is Phil, Phil Gould. This is what he had to say last week. The doctor in the bunker is the greatest abomination perpetrated on our game in history. Um, and it's confusing for players and it's confusing. It's not every bump to the head is a concussion. Not every concussion is life-threatening. It's just total overkill. 
It's, 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 like, it's like arguing with people on climate change. It's the same thing. They keep throwing up the same rubbish. Well, right? I personally think... That and, and how far down this rabbit hole do you want to go? <laughs> Honestly, you, 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 you know, as they say, don't argue with idiots. Well, that's a very good point. Mm. So we won't. Um, no. And we'll move on. But there's there, a, might, there might be a concussion issue right there. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, that's the sort of attitudes that many had 20 years <laughs> oh, ago. There it is, but that gives you an insight into what twenty years ago we were dealing with. It was get out there. Is an untrammeled, untrammeled id? Is that a caveman? I think that's another name for a caveman. Isn't <laughs> on it? that right, note, yeah. we'll take a break and have a think about. It.